We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete d Now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. That was not President Barack Obama, the former president of the United States. That was Jordan Peele, who produced this viral deep fake of Obama last year to illustrate how concerning the uh, deep fake uh, technology is and how it could affect our very democracy. Here to talk a little bit about what a deep fake video is, because I don't have the lowdown on it. We've got somebody that knows his stuff. David Dorman is a professor of computer sciences and engineering and director at the UBAI Institute. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Good morning. You also work for the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. What exactly is their role? Uh, their role is primarily to uh, explore technologies that are going to prevent strategic surprise. It was basically an organization that was set up in response to uh, Sputnik in the late 1950s um, and basically the Soviets uh, surprising us with technologies that even our government didn't know were coming. And so now um, it's a modern day advance of that and they're still looking into uh, hundreds and hundreds of programs that are basically outside of the research community um, at this point, but are a threat to our national security. And and our threat to our, our very own de- democracy, that's what people are saying uh, when it comes to deep fake videos. Can you explain what deep fake tech is and how it works for the average person listening right now? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think of uh, the ability to manipulate images and video, it's a technology that uh, we've had for a long time. In Hollywood, uh, for many years, uh, we've had computer graphic type simulations where we can change uh, what we see in movies, um, add uh, graphic elements that aren't really real in Star Wars and early uh, movies like that. Uh, but in the previous decades, it was a technology that required um, very expensive software. It required long periods of time. It required experts to be able to do that. Uh, but now what we're seeing is from the research community and unfortunately even from the, the novice community is the ability to manipulate images and video at scale uh, in real time with very, very high quality results. And these are things that can be done on your um, computer, your average computer uh, by even a high school student. Uh, so the real concern is that we've developed these types of machine learning algorithms uh, that can do this type of manipulation in real time. And, of course, um, there are advantages to being able to do this, positive things that come out of this. But um, there's also uh, the bad guys out there that want to use it for uh, things that aren't so, uh, aren't so positive. The uh, Barack Obama said in Ottawa last week, the marketplace of ideas that is the basis of our democratic practice has difficulty working if we don't have some common baseline of what's true and what's not. This fake, uh, deep fake videos, they challenge that baseline and and they send it all topsy-turvy. 
I understand that Trump is now leaning on these things. He's, you know, if something's recorded now, he says, oh, that's a fake. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's absolutely true. But, you know, the, tr- the truth of the matter is, I think that this is a problem uh, not necessarily with technology, because the technology is there. In fact, uh, if you give me any particular uh, video, a particular image on any particular day, um, I can probably tell you whether it's it's fake or not um, from algorithmically. And these are the types of things that, uh, that DARPA is working on. They have the best people in the world working on these problems. Um, but that's only one. We can't do it at scale. We don't have any way of basically saying with any confidence that anything that comes uh, onto your screen, whether it's mobile or, or through uh, television, that these things aren't uh, being manipulated. Um, that's been the whole basis for our uh, democratic process and, and the uh, well-established news media organizations uh, that vet these types of things. Uh, this is the process they go through, and they still are going through those things. Uh, but yes, we have an administration, we have uh, a culture where people want to um, pro- promote their own agendas. Uh, they don't really care whether something is, is manipulated or not. Uh, they're going to use it if it suits them. Uh, and I think that's really where the problem is. It's, it's, it's with society, not necessarily with the technology. You're going to testify at the House Intelligence Committee next week. With what you said in mind, in, in mind and how, you know, um, people are going to push their agenda and how easy it is to create deep fakes now with the technology that, you know, people can use at home, how accountable should social media platforms be for fake videos if they're so hard to spot? Well, that's one of the good things that uh, our government looking into these uh, types of things is is they're, they're starting to pay attention to this. Um, we've had the same problem with text uh, and, and, you know, normal electronic uh, media for a long time. Um, there were things that happened in the 2016 election. There were things that happened in Brexit. Uh, but um, visual media sort of has always been the thing that was off limits. It was mm-hmm. hard to do. And it was hard to uh, do it at scale. Uh, but now um, we can't really say that uh, seeing is believing anymore. And, and that is a big concern. Um, unfortunately, what we're seeing, uh, especially with things like the Nancy Pelosi um, the video that came out, that was a very, very low tech um, manipulation. That wasn't even deep fakes. For the, for the sake of the person. audience, it was somebody that slowed down her audio. So it made her seem like she was drunk. Exactly. That's all that they did. Um, and the truth of the matter is you had uh, social media platforms that uh, took it down immediately. You had other ones that basically said, um, you know, we're hands off. And other ones that basically said, um, yeah, uh, if we find it and it's being used for adversarial purposes, uh, we're going to address it uh, through our processes. But the truth of the matter is, um, again, social media isn't the social media companies aren't the problem. Um, I don't know if there is a solution. I don't know if there's a good solution anyway. Well, that sounds dismal because we have an election coming up in October. I want to talk about very quickly, if I could, because I don't have a ton of time with you and I'm really interested in the work you do. You run a media forensics project. Can you tell me a little bit about what the goal is of that and how that works? Because if that could be used on a, you know, a large uh, incapacity in in the uh, technology handed over to social media, I would assume that would help solve a, a bit of a problem. Absolutely. Um, so just to make it clear, uh, that was a project that I ran when I was at DARPA uh, for four years from 2014 to 2018. 
and um, it was uh, employed uh, many of the best researchers in the world to address this problem, and it's really a race. Um, it's not necessarily a race that's ever going to be complete, uh, but trying to keep the uh, technology at bay and trying to keep up with the, with the technology is uh, really the goal of the, of the program. And um, I think I agree. Uh, it's whether the social media platforms are going to take this and implement it. Uh, so I think one of the things that has to happen is we have to get this down into the hands of the users um, so that they know uh, what they're seeing is fake or not. And then we hope that uh, they'll make the right decision and not share it and not promote it. Did you come up with like an AI that actually could spot the, the fake? Because the, the way that te- deep uh, fake technology works is it's, you know, computer learning. So uh, it, it learns, you know, the tones and the way people speak, and, and it can mimic that perfectly. Did you find a way to, to spot that by using AI? Yeah, absolutely. So that that's the key. It's not perfect. Yeah. Um, there are small differences in in the, um, uh, you know, lip sync uh, with with audio, for example, in the Obama uh, text that you, uh, that you played. In images, there's trace evidence that's left there. Uh, but as they get better, it's going to be harder to detect these things. And again, uh, we can't do it at scale. We could do it for an individual video uh-huh. or an image, uh, but we can't do it at scale yet. And that's where we need the help of, um, of the social media platforms. Yeah, they have to find their own way to police what's going on. And I think maybe the only way to, to force them to police is to force them to be accountable, even though it's hard to spot a fake. Come on, we're talking about a, a company that set up a technological uh, uh, a platform, a social media platform that people use like a telephone now, even uh, more so. I, I want to just quickly wrap with you and ask you uh, for maybe your advice here as we get into our election. The campaigns have started. Our election is in October. There are um, experts that say that our election might be messed with as well. What are we looking for um, on our social media feeds to to keep us on the straight and narrow here and and ensure we're not looking at deep fakes? Well, I think you have to do a sniff test. You have to basically say if it doesn't uh, look right, um, explore uh, what the options are. If there are things that are widely circulated, uh, the Internet jumps on them very quickly. Uh, The Nancy Pelosi thing, even though it was shared you know, 100 million times after, you know, all of the major news outlets identified it as a fake, um, you know, people weren't aware of that uh, type of, of um, ability to to go out there and see what's out there. And so just take things with a grain of salt. I think that's the biggest thing right now until we get this technology developed and, and deployed widely. I really appreciate your time today, David. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. Been a pleasure. David Dorman is a professor of computer science and engineering.